These are the awards that we will talk about. Uh, we will talk about the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We will talk about the AP NFL MVP, the AP Offensive Player of the Year, the AP Defensive Player of the Year, the AP Offensive Rookie of the Year, the AP Defensive Rookie of the Year, the AP Coach of the Year, and where we're going to start, the AP Comeback Player of the Year. And uh, let's start with that one, Brent. The AP, Brent, who do you think will win the AP Comeback Player of the Year award? Comeback Player of the Year award, basically, in my opinion, is down to two people. Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. That's basically the two biggest comeback stories this year. Yes. And personally for me, I think Joe Burrow should be the Comeback Player of the Year. What he has done leading the Bengals to the Super Bowl. Right. And you're a Bengals like, fan, right? No. You're a? Oh, yeah. You're a Cowboys fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. And so it's like... You're not going to give to Dak Prescott? Nope, not giving to Dak Prescott. Because, again, let me repeat. <laughs> Burrow led the Bengals to the Super Bowl. That's just <laughs> unheard of there. In two years of being the number one pick, coming in there and just completely changing the entire culture of the Bengals with one fell swoop. Yeah. I mean, it's so impressive to see a young guy like that and Joe Burrow just really taking over this team and taking them to the Super Bowl. So I'm going Joe Burrow with Comeback Player of the Year. Dak Prescott had a phenomenal year, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, Joe Burrow, I think, should definitely be comeback player. Today. Both these guys came back from bad injuries, and you look at uh, you know Dak Prescott that horrific leg yes. injury. But Joe Burrow did mess up his knee pretty bad. Uh, that was a really bad knee injury. Of course, you know, when they released the new jerseys, the big scar everyone was talking yeah. about the giant scar on his knee. Um, and I completely agree with you. I think it should go to Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow, sixteen games. Uh, he had uh, four thousand six hundred eleven yards, thirty four touchdowns, broke every Bengals passing single single passing record, which is you know you say oh. Woo. You guys talk about Ken Anderson, Boomer Sison, who both won MVPs. Yep. Andy Dalton had gr- great seasons when he was younger. Uh, Carson Palmer had great seasons when he was younger in his mm-hmm. rookie years. I mean, Joe Burrow came in off of a bad knee injury and put up fantastic stats. He, he was sixth in passing, eighth in touchdowns this year among quarterbacks. Uh, and that's a big thing. And it, when you when you talk about a guy in his second year coming off that knee injury, taking his team to yeah. the four seed, winning, a, winning their division, beating yeah. out the Browns, they fell apart, yeah. the Steelers, and the Ravens, huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no one counted the Bengals. Everyone said Bengals would be the four, and yep. they won the division. And when you look at what he did, he inspired this team. He got a he has a young they have a young team of nobodies, yes. and they won the division. They're the four seed, and, and with a bad offensive line, and he's not the, the worst most offensive line in football. And he's not mobile, and that's really a testament to how good he is. Yeah, uh, by far, I think Joe Burrow is the comeback player of the year, and he and he yes. by far deserves Porter. it. He was sacked for. Thank you, ESPN, for all these stats. Yeah. That's, who, that's who we're using for yep. all these stats. So if you look up any stats that we that we, if you want to question any of us, yeah. ESPN. No plagiarism here. No plagiarism. <laughs> uh, Joe Burrow was sacked 51 times this year. So that you want to get an idea of how bad that line was, he was sacked 51 times, bad. which is funny because they had a top three rusher. I know. Burrow had insane stats. He all was sacked ones, 51 yeah. times. Yeah. And they was a terrible, terrible offensive line. That's insane. Imagine what he could do with a good offensive I line. Know. Wait till our offseason video. We're gonna talk about that. Yep. <laughs> that's gonna be fun. Yeah, it will be. Uh, Brent, the next award that we want to talk about is uh, another big one, and this is the AP Coach of the Year. This goes to the best coach in yep. football. Uh, who would you give this to? Because this one you and me both disagree on. Yeah, so I'm going with Coach Zach Taylor of the Bengals. Um, being able to lead this team from last year, um, basically a dismal year uh, for the Bengals with the Joe Burrow getting hurt, but at the same time they did start off horrible. They kind of spit and sputtered a little bit. Had a horrible year last year. This year they come in there. He completely changed his team. Now, yes, Joe Burrow 
definitely was a huge factor. Jamar Chase, definitely a huge factor. Right. Joe Mixon, all these guys. But Zach Taylor has done a great job as a coach. A lot of people were saying, oh, he's just a McVay wannabe. Mm-hmm. He's kind of from the McVay line and kind of like, oh, they just hired him because he knows McVay kind of thing. But right. he came in here, took over the Bengals, and really took them to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And you got to give a guy like that credit to be able to – take all that criticism, take all that negative stuff, and then turn it into a positive and taking this team to a 2 and 14. Yep. They got Joe Burrow. They only won three games. Yeah. Or three or four games. Yeah, they won three. a couple games. Yeah, they only won a couple. And then you get your players back. They had a good offseason, so get the yep. GM credit. Whoever the GM yes. was, he should be good GM exactly. of the year. You, you, He has a great offseason, and then they, he puts together this team. He gets yes. a, a team of young guys, gets them to gel, takes them from the four seed to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a good, good candidate. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a different guy. This is the only one I think you and me actually disagree on. Yeah, I think so. One of the few. You yeah, one disagree. of the few. Yeah. Um, I think we've got a few awards switched. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Mike Vrabel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think we look at the Tennessee Titans, and I know they got bounced in the, with, <laughs> yeah. in the first game they played at the playoffs. But when you look at what he did, he took a team that had a total of 96 players on the roster, <laughs> yeah. which means everybody got injured, yeah. and he was still the number one seed in the AFC. With the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Bills, the Patriots, yeah. the the Raiders, and all the crap they went through. Yeah. There's a lot of teams at the AFC that were in this that, that were a lot better than them. But he kept that team together. He went half the season without Derrick Henry. Yeah. Julio Jones only scored one touchdown. Yeah. AJ Brown was the back end in of the and defense out. was who who yeah. right. I mean, he had a no name team and he coached them to to he the did. number one seed. And you got to give that guy credit because there is a lot of stuff. Yeah. Rabel has done a great job. Just yeah. Ever since he He's a great coach. regular season coach. Yeah, he is. He is a great regular season coach. And postseason, he does well. He's 50-50. Time, time, 50-50, yeah. But. Wild card games, he's awesome. Divisional yeah. games, we won't talk about it. Yeah, no. I feel like if Derek Henry was healthy this year, though, they would have done better in the playoffs. Yeah. He, he, because he... He can't get restarted. You could, you could tell the first half he was trying to get back into the swing. I thing. think he should have played versus the Texans. I think yeah. that's the biggest mistake he made. He should have played versus the Texans. Yeah. I get the health thing and get him ready, oh, but yeah. I think play, when you're playing, that's a different thing. But yeah, either one of these coaches definitely deserve it. Oh, they, by far. They've done a great job uh, this year. I know there's some other coach people are talking about. Andy Reid, I would not give it to him. Yeah. Um, for Belichick as well, Bel- just because of what Belichick, he did with Mac Jones. Yeah. Which, um, if they would have won the division, I, would, I could have said yes. Yes, for sure. Uh, but, uh, I think the biggest person that people are gonna are gonna look at is uh, McFlurry. Uh, McFlurry. Yeah. <laughs> McFlurry. 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 McVay. Sean McVay. Not uh, yeah, Sean McVay, yeah. and then uh, who's the Green Bay coach? Uh, Matt Lafleur. Lafleur. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, I said McFlurry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry, by the way. Yep. Uh, if you couldn't tell, if, if, if you could go, if you could go to McDonald's and give me them and McFlurry, I would be very oh, happy. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yes. Uh, Crap, what's his name? LaFleur. LaFleur, thank you. Matt LaFleur. I'm having a brain fart. Yep. Uh, Matt LaFleur uh, with the Green Bay Packers leading the number one seed and having a good record with them again. Yes. Uh, no thanks to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, but I'm going with Vrabel, uh, Mike Vrabel, and you're going with uh, Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Uh, I, think both co- I, think, I think both coaches deserve it, uh, yeah. but you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we will see. It's the, uh, the next award, Brent, I know you me will never disagree oh, on. Yeah, and no, this no. is the AP Defensive Rookie of the yeah, Year. I just want to say it in the same time. You know? If you disagree, yeah. we're we going to say some stats, so just you won't. Yeah. Three, two, two one. Micah, Micah Parsons. Parsons. If you disagree yeah. that Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons is not the Defensive Rookie of the Year, 
You're crazy. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna have to question your life choices. Actually. Yes. <laughs> um, Micah Parsons. For anybody who doesn't know, he's awesome. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the 6'3", 245 pound uh, linebacker who can do it all. He was a 12th overall pick by the Dallas Cowboys this year. They actually traded back to get him. Yeah, which is insane. Doesn't know how. Uh, 64 sold tackles, uh, 13 sacks, uh, which was 6th in the league uh, for a linebacker. And it's not an outside linebacker. He's a true stand-up yes. linebacker, but he can play defensive end. Three forced fumbles. Uh, he played in 16 games. He did not play in all, uh, all 17. He had actually... Uh, 84 total tackles, 64 solo, uh, 20 assisted, uh, 13 sacks, three forced fumbles. He did not have a pick. He had three passes defended. Yeah. Uh, the dude's awesome. He He's is. a freak of nature. And the reason why me and Brent give this award to him, and, and, th- and this is why I think a lot of people are going to give the award to Michael Parsons. You look at him, they drafted him to replace Sean Lee. Yeah. And then Jalen Smith got traded. So now he's replacing Jalen Smith. Okay, That's not what we originally thought, but that's what he's yeah. going to be. Then Demarcus Lawrence gets hurt. Then Randy Gary gets hurt. We have no pass rushers. They asked Micah Parson, "Can you play?" Yeah, I can do it. And, and becomes he, a beast. And he's a event. he's an insane pass rusher. You literally have a guy who can play safety because yep. <laughs> he covered a few receivers, yeah. the top of the league receivers, and shut them down. He can play safe. Plays. He can play safety. Yeah. He can play linebacker, inside and outside, yeah. and he can play defensive end. This guy can literally play. Almost every position on the defense. Yeah. He's an insane player. And he's so hungry and he wants to work so hard. Yes. And plus, if coming you look in, at any interview yeah. this guy's done, oh, yeah. you'll fall in love with this guy. Yeah. He is awesome. He is. Check out the uh, Fanatics Authentic video where he signs autographs yeah. and answers fans' questions. You may see somebody that you may <laughs> yeah. recognize. Just yeah, throwing name. that out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then also, you know, if you look at his college career, he had a great college career, but then he sat out a year before the NFL. Yes. So he was coming in to this cold. Uh, this cold. Like, I mean, he's been a year off. Uh, yeah, yeah, you've been training, but at the same time, contact is contact. Is Ask Derrick Henry. Ask Derrick Henry. And so you've been off for a year. You come in here and then put up those stats in the NFL in right. a harder league than the college. Oh, by far. Uh, it's, it's You're insane. You're going against top And learning, learning a sy- new system mm-hmm. from everybody there is learning it as well, so yep. you don't have anybody to fall back on. Like, yes. hey, you know this system. You don't. So it's, it's really impressive how he was able to do this. Yeah. Uh, th- this is a guy who is very close to the NFL rookie sack record as a linebacker. Yeah. He he put up – when he was getting LT comparisons. When you're getting LT comparisons and you your name's boards. being and, – and you're <laughs> – and you, yes. And your name's getting thrown into the defensive player of the year as a rookie. He's a shoe-in for this. And like I said, if you just – and I know there's some other great guys. Yeah. Aziz Ojolari had a good season. Uh, uh, Patrick uh, Tan had a few good uh, – Sertan had one uh, – the guy from Baltimore. Uh, man, my name's oh. today. Uh, away. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Odafi. Jason uh, Away. Jason Away. Yep. yep. He changed the name to something else. Yeah, I know else. he did change but, the name. But uh, Jason is what I had, yep. knew him. That's as, what he used to be. Yeah, yeah Jason, uh, Jason Away. Uh, he had a good He had a good rookie season. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys who had good rookie seasons, but they had a good rookie season. This kid had a great rookie season, and that's the difference. It's not... It's yeah, they had good rookie season, but it's not comparison. This guy's playing like a like a ten year pro. They're playing like rookies, and took over a team. He took over defense. Yeah, the worst defense in the NFL last year. He made him that. Him and Trey both stepped up big. They did. Unfortunately, Trey's not a rookie. Yeah, he is. So he's gonna get the hardware for it. But uh, but by far, it's gonna be Michael Parsons. If you disagree, God bless your soul because you were wrong. (laughs) Next up, uh, is the AP, uh. Offensive Rookie of the Year, uh, Brent, and this is yeah. this is actually a little bit yeah more 
challenging. Uh, I'm gonna say more challenging. There's a little bit more candidacy. It is. Uh, you, you got Mac Jones, Jamar Chase. You look even. You want to go Pittsburgh and Najee Harris, yeah. Kyle Pitts yeah. in, in uh, Atlanta. There's a lot of guys um, that you could kind of throw their names yeah. in that hat. But I think there's two that stepped up above the other ones, and that's gonna be Mac Jones and Jamar Chase. Yes. Uh, and I'm not going to say pick between the two because it could be anybody, but uh, do you kind of agree it's between them two? Yeah, I, I agree it's between those two. Um, personally, for me, my pick would be Jamar Chase mm-hmm. um, because of what he's done in his rookie year. Just phenomenal playing ability. Him and Joe Burrow have a great connection from LSU. They transferred very easily into the NFL. Yeah. Um, he's done a great job. Uh, there was no worries about, you know, Seeing the uh, seeing the white on the ball or anything like that, which he the, scared which, a lot of people. Which he scared a lot of people. Um, but he's done a great job this year. Uh, Mac Jones has as well. He carried the Patriots. He did a great job with the Patriots. Um, got them back to relevancy. Yep. Um, but at the same time, I feel like Jamar Chase this year has done a better job. Uh, I'm gonna agree with you on that and say I'm gonna go Jamar Chase. I think Mac Jones definitely is gonna be a guy for the future. Yes. He just came short on this award, and I think. Truthfully, what people are going to look at is they place fifth. Yep. And also the last few weeks. Yes, he struggled bad. And Jamar got strong. Of course, you look at the game against Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City, which was insane. Yeah, he broke the single, the NFL rookie uh, reception record, uh, receiving yards record in a game. Um, Jamar this year, 81 receptions, which was 20th, tied for 20th in the league. 13 touchdowns, which was third in the league. And uh, 1,455 yards, which was fourth in the league. I mean, when you have, when you're 20th in catches, and then third and fourth in yards and touchdowns, that's, respectively. That's some yak yards right there. <laughs> that's that's yeah. nuts. Uh, Jamar is, uh, and his average was 18 yards per, which was second in the league. Yeah, the dudes, the dudes of playmakers. He, he is, and and he had an 82 yard touchdown. He had two fumbles, and he did lose one. I w- you got, I, I will point out the, yeah. those stats. It's not all praise. He did play in all 17 games. Uh, he had seven rushes for 21 yards which and two fumbles. He didn't lose them, but he had yeah. two fumbles, which is kind of yeah. – it makes you worried. Um, but truthfully, the kid's awesome. There is, is There's really nothing that you can kind of – I mean, you can nitpick on small stuff, but for a rookie, he's stepped up big. He's putting up numbers that some of the best receivers in the NFL have not put up yet yeah. uh, in, in their in their time. Uh, you look at some guys who have been here for a long time and put up good numbers, and Jamar's – Already first year in, first year in, yeah, putting up that kind of number. Yep. It it reminds you of Justin Jefferson it last does. year, but yep. Jefferson didn't win the hardware because of Herbert. Yeah, this year, this year, I think you got it. Yeah, the, 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 he's competing with the quarterback. Don't get me wrong, he the is. quarterback's always going to get a lot of praise, yeah. but I think out of everybody had the consensus going in, you know, in the beginning of the year. Oh, it's me, Jamar. Then Mac kind of made a push, yeah. but then Jamar made this another late push. It's like okay, well, he was the guy in the beginning. Yeah, he's here now. Exactly, it's going to be Jamar. So. uh our picks, Jamar Chase. Although we, yeah, know, we'll be we can shocked. see, yeah, we'll we be shocked if Mac won, but we can also see Mac winning yep. because Mac is is a good quarterback and he's a good rookie. Yes. Uh, but give Najee Harris and, and Kyle Pitts their their due. They were right. hey, they, they were both great, had yeah. great seasons. Uh, anybody else? Something kind of missing? No, I think that's about it with the with the big ones. Okay. Um, the next one, Brent. Uh, we kind of go through these these. these I'm not say smaller awards. I don't want to downplay them, yeah. but we go through these awards. Now we're gonna start getting into some of the bigger ones, Brent. Defensive Player of the Year, yeah. and I think Brent, there's kind of only one guy we can yeah. put in this conversation. Listen, Trayvon Diggs had a good good season. Yes. Michael Parsons had a good season. Aaron Donald had always had a good season. It's Aaron Donald. Yeah, Miles Garrett had a good season. Yeah. Nick Bosa had a good season. There's a lot of guys, but Brent, there's only one guy who tied the NFL sack record. Yep. That should have broken. Yep, and that's T.J. Watt. It's T.J. Watt. 
Uh, TJ he got screwed last year yes. out of it, and now this year he's he just, making sure that he's got it this year. <laughs> he made sure he locked it up, and he's, I think he locked it up, and he's got to have it this year, tying the sack record. And only how many games did he play? He played. He technically played fifteen. Yep. And people go, well, he, he had a seventeen game season. He only played 15. fifteen. Yeah, that's the big. Strahan game. did play sixteen. Yes. So truthfully, one more game. And there was a controversial <laughs> ruling in that in that last yeah. game where he could have broke it. So yeah. when you look when you look at his his stats, 15, 15 games played, and he got pulled from two of them because of uh, yes. injuries. Uh, sixty four total tackles, forty eight solo, sixteen assisted, twenty two and a half sacks, five forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries. Uh, he actually didn't have a pick. Seven passes defended. That is, yeah, that's defensive player of the year. That's defensive player of the year. Yeah. Um, by far, he he was so dominant, and you can tell when he was and wasn't on the oh, field. Yeah. Uh, the game the defense was totally different. The defense was totally different, and he was one that really. When, when you talk about the defense player of the year, you're talking about a guy who can who can who can rally the troops. Yeah. You look at that Cleveland game when he started getting sacks; they just started coming in bunches. Yes, I mean, did. just the next, just every other play yeah, was a yeah. sack, uh, especially right right down there at the end. You know, yeah. Baker Mayfield got sacked what nine times? Yeah, I mean. Which now you look at Joe Burrow and go, God bless his soul. How yeah, did he no, win? How did he win exactly? Um, a playoff game. But you look, you look at TJ Watt, and he's been consistently getting stronger. But when you go from last year, he had 15 sacks to 22 and a half. He had a major step up. And here's the thing: he plays he plays second in defensive player of the year. So how? And you know he's being double teamed. Yeah, they're blocking they're blocking around him. They're the offensive block yeah. schemes around him exactly. They're double teaming them. They're chipping them with the tight ends. They're chipping them with the running backs, and he's still getting in there. He's easy. still making. He's just making, making plays. plays. And it's, it's you, you kind of go. Be, you yeah. just do this. You yep. go. How am I going to stop him? You can't. Exactly. And you that's can. the thing. You can contain him. You cannot stop Same it. Same thing with Aaron Donald. Yes. Yeah. Now listen. There's a like I said. We, there's a lot of guys who had good seasons, yes. and it, I don't know who the other finals are going to be, and that's no. going to be an honor to, for any of them guys. But they're not the winners. TJ Watt. It's TJ Watt. And you know, uh just get him in that conversation with his brother to yeah. where he can finally say I got one. But I know TJ has said he wants to have more than his brother, which is that yeah. that's just that uh competitiveness. Oh, yeah. And truthfully, yeah. Go put it past him. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to put it past nope. him. Yep. So next up is the offensive player of the year. This is where you and me disagree. Yeah. This is where we start disagreeing a little bit. Um, offensive player of the year, you got tons of different candidates you can go with. You got the quarter, quarterbacks. You have, you have plenty of quarterbacks you know, we can go Rogers, with. Rodgers, Brady, you yep. know, those two are the big names. And you got running backs. You got um, Jonathan Taylor, who had a phenomenal year this year. Yep. Um, then you can go with the wide receivers, who's, you know, everybody's done a great <laughs> yeah, job. Yeah, I mean, but you, Cooper Cup has had a massive year. Yep. Um, so you have a lot of different options here. Uh, for Offensive Player of the Year. And then also, normally, whoever doesn't win the Offensive Player of the Year and is in that, normally wins MVP. Normally, is what happens. I So, there's been a lot of debate on this, and I think you and me talked about it last yeah. year. The MVP is normally a quarterback award. Is is a quarterback award. Yeah. It normally is. The Offensive Player of the Year should be reserved for guys who aren't quarterbacks. It should be it should be your... your now, I get guys like Lamar Jackson could be an exception because oh, yeah. of, of his rushing stats, and I get that, but he won it. I, I was fine when, with, yeah. with that because he had over 1,000 rushing yards. But when you look at the when you look at the offensive player of the year, it should be a guy who can who is a do it all player, yep. um, and, and and outside the quarterback position. And I don't want to say never be make it a quarterback because there are quarterbacks who should get it. Yeah. But this year, I think it's going to go to a non quarterback. Uh, yeah. Brent, who do you have for off AP offensive player of the year? So for me, after all that, I'm going with the quarterback on offensive player of the year. Uh, I'm going with Tom Brady on this one. 
Um, the reason is Tom Brady's had a phenomenal year, 44 years old, 22nd season in the league. Mm-hmm. He, it's it's insane. He did just retire, and at the same time, you're like, you know, he retired early. <laughs> How can you say he, he had retired years. early? He had years left, and he was 44. That's insane. And so he had a great year this year. I'm going with Tom Brady in this one. Um, so you can kind of, you know, learn, see this and say, you know, kind of who my MVP is probably going to be. But at the same time, Brady, he's just done a phenomenal job, just consistency, consistency. And I'm going with Brady for Offensive Player of the Year on this one. Okay. Um, I'm going to stick to what I said of the it's a non-quarterback. And yeah. to me, it comes down to two guys, and that's John Taylor and Cooper Cup. Yeah. Uh, I think Jonathan Taylor had an awesome season. But for me, did you have a good season because Derek Henry wasn't playing? Yeah. And that kind of sticks in the back of my head. But when I look at Cooper Cup, <laughs> yeah. I go, holy crap. <laughs> he came in with a brand-new quarterback. or he, He's playing with a brand-new quarterback. Yeah. Same system, but yeah, brand-new quarterback. System. Robert uh, Woods goes down. Robert Woods goes down. They bring in Odell Beckham, who can, who's you know, yeah, crying who's for targets. Yeah. Cr- but he's crying Wait, for targets. Yeah. He, w- he, had a, he had 145 receptions for 1,947 yards and 16 touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, first, first, and first. If you did not know, yeah, he did play in all seventeen games, which which means uh, one thing, and that's consistency, yeah. uh, which I like to see from players. And it, this is his first year over a hundred catches. Yeah. It's his first year over a hundred catches. <laughs> he beat it by a ton. Yeah, he did. The yeah. NFL record is one hundred and forty nine catches. So he was four, four receptions off. And he's got that in the postseason if you add that up. Yeah, <laughs> if you add in the postseason. Yardage, and I don't remember the exact yard, so don't yell at me. Yeah. Mega, he was only like 20 yards off on Megatron's record. Yeah. And then Marion Mar- Wallace had 23 touchdowns. So we don't have And touch- touchdown, he was way off. He was way off. But still, 16 touchdowns yeah, is a lot. It is. When you look at the the records he was on pace to get, and the and the, and the, the Rams just didn't give him the ball in the last game. Screw you, Rams. <laughs> uh, I hope you lose the Super Bowl because of it. <laughs> just because of that. <laughs> When you look at that, he could have had he was five catches and twenty yards away. Yeah, it's just from breaking two insane records, yeah. and he was only fifty three yards away from two thousand yards receiving, which no one's ever done before. No. Give him yeah. the award; okay. he deserves it. There's no way, no to way me, you, can't. Yeah. you can't give that award to him. And I a hundred percent believe it. It's going to be Cooper Cup. And if it's not, I will be shocked. <laughs> yeah. Now I can even give every word Tom Brady just because. <laughs> yeah. Just like, please go away. I know. Please go away. Like, Send you off happy. <laughs> so you don't come back. Yeah. But to me, Cooper Cup. Yeah. It's Cooper Cup. Uh, and the, and that now kind for the big award. That, yep. The Walter Payton Man of the Year. No, no. <laughs> this is a big award, but we are not going to talk no. about it. And I don't, and I don't want anybody to, to think that we we're not going to talk about this for for a reason. Um, the reason why we're not going to talk about this is thirty two finalists, and with that award, every player that was nominated should win it. Yes, for for what you've done for your community and what you go out and do yeah. on your free time. No one asked you to do that, but you yeah. want to do that. You and go as out a football there, player, you don't have much free time no. at all. And they're out there still continuing, yes. contributing to the society, contributing to the community. It's yep. really awesome for all the award, the award finalists yes. to be able to be nominated all, for that. All <laughs> yeah. 32 players that were nominated, yeah. congratulations. We yeah. applaud you. Congratulations. Yeah. They should all win it. And I'm not going to say which one should win it. No, I mean, I, I, me and him would both say Cowboys because we're Cowboy fans. Yeah, but, but truthfully, every guy who's on that list, they should you know, we, we all applaud you. And that's... Uh, Thank you. You know, good job uh, yeah. being great in your community, trying to make a difference, trying to make a change, exactly. trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. Um, it just we're just gonna stay. We're just gonna say exactly. that. Yep. 
now, now the big award. The biggest award that is not a gold yeah. jacket, yeah. but the biggest piece of hardware you can get. That is the AP Most Valuable Player of the Year. This is the top award. Yeah. This is a big one. Yeah. Um, Brent, yeah. who do you have for the for the MV for the MVP? Now, there's a lot of guys yeah. who you could put in this conversation. There is. You got Rodgers, Brady. Rodgers. Easy choices. Yes. But there's some other there's guys some who other made yeah. a conversation. They did. They got in the conversation and they, they and they said, you know, hey, you know, maybe yeah, it's look not at a, us. Look at maybe us. it's not a quarterback yeah. award. And an interesting fact, Brent, hmm. never as do say never. Mm-hmm. Has a wide receiver won the MVP. Wow. A pass catcher of any kind has never won it. Now, I know yeah. running backs can catch passes. Let me say yeah, that. But a true pass catcher, a running back, has never won yeah. it. Until this year. You think? <laughs> yeah, I think. Okay. I'm, going, I'm going Cooper Cup for MVP. Um, this year, he has been phenomenal. He's Brandon read off the stats earlier, but he had 145 receptions at 1,947 yards, 16 touchdowns, 13.4 average per catch. Um, most of the yards that he's had, though, have been yards after the catch. It hadn't been where he's catching the ball, you know, deep down the field for touchdowns. He's catching screens, he's catching quick slants, and just taking them. Mm-hmm. And it's so impressive to he see. He was, what, 13th in the league in average? Yeah. He, he literally had, it's insane how he's had an ACL injury, and he comes back, and he looks better than he was before. Should it, he be comeback player of the year? Yeah, and, you know, hey, you know. That was two years ago. Was, I think it was two years ago. But he has done a phenomenal job this year, phenomenal job in the playoffs as well. He's really carried the Rams this year, really coming in with Matthew Stafford, a brand-new quarterback. You've only really known Jared Goff as your quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, for him it would have been Jared and, Goff only. And now you've got Matthew Stafford, brand-new quarterback, totally different arm as yeah. far as that ball's coming in hot. And now all of a sudden you become a fantastic receiver. Has puts up unbelievable numbers that you can, you're just like wow. And why I didn't give it to a quarterback? Yes, Brady and Rodgers had great years, but those I've seen those numbers before. It's not like they're putting up astronomical numbers like Mahomes has done, like Lamar has done, like Brady has done a few years ago, like Manning's done, like Manning's done. They're not astronomical numbers. It's it's kind of it's basic more normal numbers, for more guys. human numbers for them guys. But Cooper Cup this year is the only one that I've seen that has been superhuman. That has been another level. And that's why I'm giving it to Cooper Cup for MVP. I don't care what you know, it is a quarterback award, yes. Wide receiver never won it, yes, but for what Cooper Cup has done this year and that there's also, he's gotten lucky that this year no quarterback has had a monstrous year numbers-wise. Right. I'm giving it to Cooper Cup. Okay. I'm going to poke one hole All right. in your in your thing. And I'm going to tell you mine. All right. Four ca- five catches for 21 yards. <laughs> <laughs> or for five catches for 53 yards. Yeah. If he would have had it, I would agree with you 100%. 150 oh, yeah. catches, 2,000 yards, and, and and he probably would have had another touchdown. But well, yeah. I'll even say 16 touchdowns. Yeah. That's what's going to kill him. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to be his Achilles heel. Yeah, it's going to be tough, but I think he can do it. The only reason is just because the quarterback numbers, I've seen those a lot. No, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I agree. But I think the 2,000 yards would have been a, a, a oh, sealed yeah. deal. Oh, yeah. That would have been definitely sealed. And, and I think that's the only thing that they're going to they're try to poke. That's yeah, the only conversation piece yeah. you could poke. Five catches. 150 catches for 2,000 yards oh, is... Yeah. And 16 yep. touchdowns are nuts numbers because it's two records. I think the two records that people are going to look at. He got close, but he didn't get them. Yeah. And, oh, he was the only guy to break for 2,000, but he didn't. Yeah. I think they're going to start yeah, poking them holes. Yep. 
And I think that's the only conversation. Now, yep, it is. You can poke holes in mine too. Yep. I, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm gonna say the MVP of the league comes down to two guys. And that's Aaron Rodgers and Tom mm-hmm. Brady. Aaron Rodgers played phenomenal this year. Yep. The biggest thing that's gonna be his Achilles heel playoffs, playoffs, and I think the all field stuff, yeah. which, which we, yeah. we don't get into that no. kind of stuff. But depending on who's voting, that can mean yep. something. We're not gonna debate it. For me. I'm gonna go Tom Brady, not because of the off-field stuff. I don't look at off-field stuff. Yeah, we we're on the pride ourselves on yep. that. <laughs> we don't do we don't talk about ESPN. We don't talk about nope. that kind of stuff. But I'll mention it I'm not, in that aspect that yeah. people may think about that. For me, I look at the stats, and for me, you look at Tom Brady. He's the MVP. 580, 485 completions. That's the highest of his career. 5,316 yards. This is the only second time ever he's gone over 5,000 yeah. yards. 43 touchdowns. I believe that was number one in the league, if I'm not mistaken. I think it He was. led the league in passing. Yeah. I know that. And oh, I think yeah. he led the league in touchdowns. He has never done that before. Yeah. And he's won three MVPs. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you look at it and go, okay, he led his team to the number two seed. He had stats that he's never had before. Yeah. And he's 44 years old. He should be done, retired, and in the hall by now. <laughs> but no, he says yeah. I still play till I till until yes, a couple days ago. Yeah, still a couple days ago. But Tom, for me, when you look at a guy who's forty four years old, who lost Antonio Brown, who lost Chris Godwin later in the season, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he still won the two seed. He had a crap defense all year. They fell apart. Yeah, they did. And he put up. Good numbers, not fantastic. I like you, not fantastic numbers, yeah. but good numbers. Yep, the biggest thing that I'm going to poke a hole in, his picks. Yep, he had twelve. He had the most picks of his career. He, he had the most. Uh, tied for most. Tied, tied from tied. tied for most. Oh, no. Yeah, which was no. He no. had a couple fourteen. Yeah, he had a couple fourteen, but still, it was really it was high for him. It was high for him. Rodgers had four picks, yeah. and that's a big thing. But he also only had thirty-seven touchdowns compared to if 43. he had forty-three. So, so you kind of and Bray was only Bray was sacked yeah. twenty-two times, which compared to Burrow fifty-one is not isn't yeah. close. I look at Tom and I go, "How do you stay this productive that old?" Yeah. And I look at his MVP year a couple years ago in seventeen. He had he had less completions. His accuracy was worse. He had less yards. He had less touchdowns. He did have less picks, but everything was his stats were worse. Yeah. His stats are better this year. So if I if I'm basing it off his 17 season where he was the MVP, mm-hmm. and that was questionable too, but yeah. He did it with MVP that year. If I look at that year and I go, "Okay, well let me compare that year to this year." He would played better. Yeah. So how could I not give it? And plus, uh, and like you said, no other quarterback stepped up this year. Yeah. Now, for for Brady, you kind of go, Brady can put better numbers, but at 44, I go, crap. You kind of yeah. plus give it to him and say, go, bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go, right off in the sunset, be gone. <laughs> yeah. This is your retirement party. <laughs> Here. Look to Canton now. Yeah. Bother them with stuff. I know. Like, bother them. I was like, oh. I think this is the last award Tom Brady's. This is the last award Tom Brady's ever be nominated for yeah. outside the Hall of Fame. That's gonna be for one year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this will be the last last award he's ever yeah. nominated for. I think you just give it to him and just say congratulations, Tommy. We'll see you in five years. Yeah, and please don't come back on the field. Yeah, please don't come back. <laughs> All the players are like, no, we don't want you. We All want some different. new champions. Yeah, we want somebody else to get an opportunity <laughs> to. But no. I, you know, you kind of look at the numbers and just go, what the crap? Yeah. 
Just... So uh, I'm going to give it to Tom. All right. Now, Brent, that brings us to the last one. Yeah. And this is, an, this is, not, an, this is not an award, but this is probably the greatest honor that a player can get. It's Hall of Fame. It's induction to the Hall of Fame. This is the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2022. Now, the Hall of Fame has announced the final, I think it's either 15, 16, 14, something yeah. like that. It's in that range. Um, finalists for, for the Hall of Fame class. we got to make sure everyone knows this. There's only five modern era nominees going in. Yeah. They have three um, se- uh, other finalists. Yeah. For the senior finalist, the contributor finalist, and the coach finalist. Yeah. There's a maximum of eight players. Now, the non-modern era finalists get their own vote. It's completely yeah. different. So me and Brett will talk about that as well. And then we'll talk about the five five modern era players and all the other ones that are going with that. Yes. And kind of tell you that. So we'll start with the other finalists. Yep. Um, Brent, for the senior finalists, they have Cliff Branch. And for anybody who does not know old football history, yeah. we're going to give you a little refresher. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that is Cliff Branch right there. Please, yeah. can't you put this man in? He's a beast. Cliff Branch was a wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders. He's a three-time Super Bowl champion, four-time Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro. He played from 1972 to 1986. He had a 99-yard touchdown, which is tied for the most, the, the longest one ever. Yeah. You can never break it. <laughs> never break it. It's only a title record. 67 touchdowns in his career, 501 catches, 8,685 yards, which are not outstanding numbers. No. He was a fourth-round pick, 96 over, 98 overall. Cliff Branch played on a Raiders team that was run heavy. You look at guys like Marcus Allen, and you look at guys uh, when he would play with Kenny, Kenny Stabler, and Fred Belitnikoff, uh when he was when he was younger, yeah. uh, and also in a time when receivers weren't used as much. Right, they didn't put up big stats like no. this consistently. Cliff, Cliff played in a very different era uh, of football. It wasn't a big passing league, yes. but to put up nearly ten thousand yards was impressive. Yeah, it was. Uh, he led the league in receiving touch, touchdowns twice and led the league in yards once. So considering that, he did put up good stats. Uh, and for a fourth round pick too. Oh yeah. It was it, he's one of them guys who who should who should have been in. We look at guys like Belenikoff, whose numbers were considerably lower. Mm-hmm. He's been in. Nineteen eighty eight Belenikoff went in. Yeah. So how is it twenty twenty two and he's not? Yeah. Unfortunately there is one thing that that you do need to know. Uh, Cliff Branch did pass away in twenty nineteen. And I think it's a shame that that had to happen for him to even be on the be on the list. Yeah, I look and that back, happens a lot. Sadly, it happens a yeah. lot. It needs to stop. Yes, you look back at Kenny Stabler, and the same thing happened to him. It yeah. is not a thing that should happen. These yeah. guys played in the league. They gave their heart, their soul, and their bodies. To These this guys game. need to have the award and be there with it and right. experience the, the what other people have experienced before right. they're at the Hall of Fame. Yes, Cliff Branch is a crowning it, achievement. It is. It's my work has not gone unnoticed. Yes, and for Cliff. Up to this point, I think it has gone unnoticed. Yes, and they are now finally saying, "Hey, yeah. let's 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 finally." And let me just say this: with the, with these finalists, this is usually like, "I'm sorry, but we're gonna." Yeah. They usually put these guys in, and they should be putting Cliff Branch yes. in. Cliff Branch should have already been in. Cliff Cliff Branch should be in. Yes, uh, you look at other guys he played with, and it's just in there. In it's like kind of why hasn't why he, hadn't he been? We look in? at guys like uh, Jerry Kramer a couple yes. years ago. It's like why hasn't he been in? Yeah. Cliff Branch is unfortunately on this list, and he needs to be taken off and put in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Uh, so for anybody who does not know him, he was a, a phenomenal player. Yeah. Uh, contributor finalist Art uh, Art McNally. Now I did not know who Art McNally yeah, was. 
Uh, and there's a reason why. Usually with this award, it's GMs, yeah. uh, oh, owner owners, or something, like or, or something like that. Not coaches. Coaches have no, their own category. Yeah. But it's GM, owner, scout, stuff like yeah. that. Um, Art McNally was the supervisor of officials, director of officials, and a trainer. Um, he act, he is still alive. He is 96 years old. Which is awesome. And when you think about all the rule changes that they've gone through, and especially when he was a, a trainer, yeah. 05 to 11, there was a lot of changes. That was time a, lot, a lot of concussion protocol stuff yep. was starting to come in. And he and, and, and for a guy like that to, to learn that stuff yes. and train officials to do that, it's impressive. It is. Very and it's hard to do because there's a lot of officials, and they go through a lot of scrutiny. So yeah. for him to teach them how not to lose their cool, yeah, that, yeah. put the man in the hole. Exactly. <laughs> put him in there. Uh, and that's a, and that's a and that's a thing that doesn't go recognized that much. Yes. And that's it's like, hey, you know, referees don't get in the Hall of Fame. No, but but they should be. They're also a big part of yes, this game. They are. So I think Art McNally put him in. Yeah. And the last one was the Coach of the Year finalist, and I kind of forgot that this guy is not I don't in. Know. And that's. Coach Dick Vermeil, and if you don't know who Dick Vermeil is, he was one of those hard coaches to play for. Yeah, <laughs> he was very intense, but he was a good coach. He was, and he's a very underrated coach. Now, if you're a Rams fan, you know the name Dick Vermeil. Right. If, if you're a Titans fan, you unfortunately know the name Dick Vermeil. <laughs> yeah, uh, one yard short. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, anytime we can throw that out there. Yep. Uh, Dick Vermeil, coach of the year, 1999. He is a Super Bowl champion. He did lead the Rams and the greatest show on turf to the Hall of, uh, to the Super Bowl, uh, 34 yeah. in 1999. Uh, got a no name named Kurt Warner. Yeah. And transformed him into Kurt Warner. He got a bag boy and turned him into yep, Kurt Warner. He did. He got this uh, unknown kind of, you know, he yeah. was a good running he was back. good, but not the best. Running know, back Marshall from Indianapolis yeah. named Marshall Falk. Who? He brought in two yeah. receivers named Torrey Holden, Isaac, Isaac Bruce. Bruce. Draft, draft. He helped draft an yeah. offensive lineman named Orlando Pace. Yeah. Uh, most of these guys outside Torrey, but we'll get to that one, yeah. is in the Hall of Fame. He coached a lot of Hall of Fame he players. Has. And this guy's a good head coach. He's a good. He's a good. He was a. He was a great head coach. I think. Yeah. Uh, Eagles and St. Louis Football Hall uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, he had a hundred and twenty and one hundred nine regular season record, and he was six and five in the postseason mm-hmm. with a Super Bowl championship. Uh, to me, Hall of Fame. He's a Hall yes, of Fame coach. One hundred percent. He should have kind of already been in that yeah, conversation. But at least we, we're getting there finally. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you look at guys like uh, Marv Levy, who's been in since 01, yes. you kind of go, well, he lost four straight Super Bowls. Yeah. Which he went to four straight Super Bowls. Oh yeah, give him credit for that. But he did lose four. He lose lost four straight. Dick Vermeil has won one. He has one yes. coach of the year, and I think Dick Vermeil should be should be in this conversation and should be in the Hall of Fame. Now, the five modern era ones. We're gonna name all the five modern era yep. nominees, and we're gonna tell you why the five we picked should be in. Which me and Brent had the exact same yes, list. We correct. Did. Yep. So we are not gonna talk about why the other guys shouldn't be because that's just not yeah, right. No. We're gonna talk about the, gonna the five guys, guys we picked. We picked yeah. uh, First up is Jared Allen. He was a defensive end for the Chiefs, the Vikings, the Bears, and the Panthers. Played from 2004 to 2015. Willie Anderson, an offensive tackle, played from 96 to 08. Uh, played for the Bengals and the Ravens. Rondé Barber, defensive back, 97 to 2012. Only played with the Buccaneers. Yeah. Tony Baselli, tackle, 95 to 01 with the Jacksonville Jaguars. 02 the Texans. He was on the injury reserve the entire year. Yeah. Safety, Leroy Butler, 1990 to 01 for the Green Bay Packers. Devin Hessner, kick returner, punt returner, wide receiver, 06 to 2016 <laughs> for the Bears, Falcons, Ravens, and Seahawks. Yeah. Torrey Holt, wide receiver, 1999 to 08 for the St. Louis Rams, 09 with the Jaguars. Andre Johnson, wide receiver, 03 to 14 of the Texans, 15 with the Colts, 16 with the Titans. Sam Mills, linebacker, 86 to 94 with the Saints, 95 to 97 with the Panthers. 
Richard Seymour, defensive end, uh, defensive tackle, 01 to 08 with the Patriots, 09 to 2012 with the Oakland Raiders. Zach Thomas, linebacker, 96 to 07 with the Miami Dolphins, 08 08 in depth for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Demarcus Ware, 05 to 13 with the Dallas Cowboys, 14 to 16 with the Denver Broncos. Reggie Wayne, wide receiver, 01 to 14 with the Indianapolis Colts. Patrick Willis, linebacker, 07 to 14, San Francisco 49ers. Bryant Young, defensive end, defensive tackle, 94 to 07. With the San Francisco 49ers. <sighs> catch your breath. <laughs> catch your breath. <laughs> if you need to slow that down, go ahead and do it. Yeah, slow it down. I tried to read that list off as fast as I could. Yep. Now the five that we picked. <laughs> now, the hardest thing that we have we had to do, and for the Hall of Fame yeah. is to do, is to weed this down to five guys. And with that being said, me and Brent did our best. Yeah. We picked our list, and trust me, this was hard. Um, it was. I had it down to seven. Yeah. And I knew how to cut it, and I was like, oh. This I had it down to six, but most all of them really I could put in there, but at the same time it was each like, man makes each case. man makes a case. So it's like, um, the first guy that me and me and Brent actually had the same exact list, which we is did. kind of funny. Yep, it is. Um, the first guy that that me and Brent are going to induct into the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2022 is outside of the modern era yep. nominees. Yep. Is Rondé Barber. Yes. Uh, he was a defensive back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 97-2012. Won their first Super Bowl. Yes, one, one well, say usually say they're only, but now it's yep. the first. He was a Super Bowl champion at the Buccaneers. He was a five-time Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro, 2000 All-Decade team. He is in their ring of honor. He only played for the Bucs. Yep. He was a third-round pick. He's from Roanoke. Yeah, so, he's from Roanoke. So. Which is close to, close to us. Yeah. Close to our hearts. Um. So in Rondé Barr, when he played, he was he was a he was a really good player. He was a really big part of that Tampa very dynamic defense. dynamic playmaker. When you look at that Tampa defense, you had Sap, yeah. Brooks, Lynch, Barber. Three of them guys are in. Yeah, and one more. We need one yep. more. And truthfully, them are the four big guys on that defense. And right. there's a reason them guys were the four yes. big ones. And Rondé should be in the Hall of Fame. Like John Lynch should have been in the Hall of Fame years ago. Rondé should be been in the Hall 100%. of Fame. And now he's got. And I think he should be in this year. Yeah. Um, this is probably going to be the, well, let's not go to the controversial ones yet. Yeah. That's actually someone. Um, let's go one that everybody can kind of agree on. That's Devin Hester. Yeah, 100%. Devin Hester was the rule. Amazing. The When you have a rule made after you of yeah. don't kick, kick to Devin, Devin Hester, yeah. that's, a, that's a big thing. It is. Uh, when you have a corner that says, hey, don't throw his way. Yeah. When you have a kick return that says, don't kick to Devin Hester. That's insane. It's the thing. It's in, in the Super Bowl kickoff. It's like, hey, don't kick it to him in the Super Bowl. And he kicks it right to him, and he takes it back. He takes it back. <laughs> it's insane how how Dev- good he was at punt returns, oh, kick yeah. returns, and it wasn't even like he played really much wide receiver. And then when he did play wide receiver, he was he good. Was good. It was like uh, he was just a Phen- phenomenal returner. He's, in my opinion, the best returner ever by far. Best non kicker ever. Yep, one hundred percent. He he. So special teams is basically. A few kickers and, and then Hester. Devin Hester. Yeah, that's that's my special best special teams. It's like Tucker, Vinatieri, and <laughs> Hester. It's yeah. like that's the big names that just pop out. Special oh, teams. Yeah. Um, he was a four-time Pro Bowler, 2000 and 2010 All-Decade team. And the biggest thing that you that you, you need to look at for the Hall of Fame, NFL 100 All-Time team. Yes, he's one of the greatest to ever play. He's on the greatest team ever, yeah. and he's been the greatest. Hall ever. And also, when he played, he played when concussions were big, as far as, like, they were popping. Yeah. And as a returner, you're getting popped. 
Yes. And he took it and he kept going. He would score most of the time. He never really got touched. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was insane just to watch. I loved it. Every time, every time they kicked it off to the Bears, I would really just watch Bears games for two people. Cutler, because he was just hilarious, and he would just rip stuff randomly in there, and it's like, oh, complete pass. <laughs> it was amazing. And then Devin Hester, which was amazing to watch. Oh, yeah. So, he, he was, it, you know, you go back and watch that, that. Just go watch Super Bowl 41 yeah. and watch the, watch the opening kickoff. Yeah. And you just go, holy crap. <laughs> is it halftime? No. Uh, no, I think it was, it was opening first kickoff. opening kickoff, yeah. Because McAfee, yeah. no, McAfee won't play. No, there. McAfee wasn't playing then. It was, was Manning's first Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yes, Super Bowl 41. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I love when they pan around and just looks at Tony Dungy's face. It's just like, I literally told him <laughs> not to do that. Don't. Don't do that. And what did he do? <laughs> get it right to him. Yep. Um, the next one, Brent, uh, this is where we start getting the controversial yes. parts. Um Tony Baselli, yeah. offensive tackle, uh, played with the Jaguars. He's played for a very short time. Very, very short time. Ninety-five to one is really the only time he played. He yeah. played with the Jaguars the entire time. Um, he was a five-time Pro Bowler and on the '90s All-Decade team. He only played half the decade, though. Yeah. There's a couple questions on why you could say, okay, why'd you pick him over other guys? Yeah. And it's like it's, and it, we're not saying it's a pity party just because he's a no. tackle. It's because when you look at this guy and, wa- and watch him play, when he played. There is multiple players, Hall of Fame players, on the defensive line who yeah. go, when you played against him, you didn't do anything yeah. because he was a iron grip. And he was the first pick for the Jaguars. Yeah. He was the only good pick the Jaguars had. <laughs> yeah, for a while. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> but when you look at this, when you look at Tony Baselli, when he played, he was an iron grip. Yes. I mean, he did not Nobody let guys pass him. No. No. He was a hard guy to play against. And you look at some of the best players ever played. Some guys are in the Hall of Fame and they go, oh, who's the hardest guy alive against? Oh, Baselli. Yeah. When you get that kind of nod from guys, you need to be in the, You need to be, be in the Hall. In the hall. Yep. Because when you have Hall of Famers saying you couldn't get yeah. past him. And the most controversial part about him is he played for such a short time. Yes. But it was because of an injury. It took him out of the pro football. Yes. Uh, and it's one of those things. It happens to everybody. I mean, injuries are a big part of the game. That's why a lot of people retire. But but, but for people who say, oh, look at the short time. Calvin Johnson, yep. Barry Sanders. You can. There are guys who yep. played it short. Doesn't, from my opinion, it doesn't matter the amount of time. It matters what you do in that time. Yes. And what he did in that time in the NFL was unthinkable. Of yeah. Just how he was able he to just. Shut guys he down. stonewalled the left side. Yes. <laughs> there was nothing getting by. The, listen, there's a reason people call that left side the anchor now, yeah. and that's because a guy like Baselli, he made it the anchor position, it and is. he just and he he was an anchor. Yeah. You didn't move him. No, nope. it, it was when you when a guy beat him, even Baselli was like, "Hey, good job." Yeah, I know. I was like, "Wow, that was, it was, that was a shocker." If you <laughs> if you beat Tony Baselli, it's like, "Oh, you're going to the Pro Bowl." <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like just an automatic Pro Bowl bid right there. Right. So, but it, it, here's the thing: he came in, he was such a strong player, he was. and I, and, I, and you got to give Baselli the credit he truly deserves. Yeah. Now another controversial pick, yeah. Because and, and I hate saying controversial because all these players are so good. Yeah. It's just so close. It's like how can you, yeah? How do you justify one guy in and one guy out? And that's get, the, that's why we get the reason. That's why we're trying to give our reasons, but there's it's hard. Yeah, it is. Uh, and that's Tory Holt, yeah. Super Bowl champion uh, with that Dick Vermeil team and that and that and that Rams team, number six overall pick in 1999. He was a rookie when they went to the Super Bowl. Yes, kind of reminds you of Jamar Chase. Yeah. Uh, he was a seven-time Pro Bowler. He was a part of the 2000 All-Decade team. Uh, he had a phenomenal career. Yes. He was a part of the greatest show on turf. When you hear the greatest show on turf, you know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Talking about four guys. <laughs> talking about four guys. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. One more. One more. You have an offensive lineman who's in before him. Yeah. 
Now pace was pace good. was oh yeah but pace was good. He was the he was he was good. <laughs> but Torrey Holt in that same group, he's in that same conversation. So when and when you have a guy like him and Isaac Bruce who were just who fed off each other so well, it is. it's like how can you not? Now I can make this now. I'll get that in a second. But let's keep it Torrey Holt. He was a phenomenal player. Yes. He was a part of the greatest show on turf. And how is the greatest show on turf not in the greatest city yeah. in football history? And that's Kendall, Ohio. Yeah. It's like you got to put it, it, he's yeah. a guy who deserves to be in and it's kind of like how do you leave one guy out yeah that's so got to bring him in got to bring him in i'm not saying oh no you know, not we should. Pity party you know it's not that nah. the guy put the numbers to, to back him up he he's got the awards to back it up he's yeah. got he's got everything you need from a hall of famer so it's kind of like yeah when are they going to put him in you go put him in put him in when he's alive not yes. like yes yeah. don't cliff branch yes Tory holt's a guy who who needs to be in with, now I agree. Isaac Bruce should be in before him yes. because and Isaac 100%. Bruce is in now. Yep. It's been two years. Yep. Now, now it's time. Now it's time for Tory. Now before we keep going, there's two guys that I'm going to hear. I'm, we're probably hearing the comments. Why didn't you put him in? That's no. Patrick Willis and Reggie Wayne. Yes. Now and the conversation could go right to Reggie. Both Wayne. great. Both great. And now you can say, well, Marv's in. Why isn't Reggie in? And I agree. Yes. There is a case to be made for that. Yeah. But there's a the wide receiver position is hard to put in because there's so many good ones. Think about this: the finalist Heinz Ward and Steve Smith Senior didn't make the finalist. Yeah, that's insane. That's nuts. Yeah. Andre Johnson, another guy you could kind of put in that conversation. Andre Johnson was great. I'm yes. not. He will be great. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He's just embodies the Texans. There, His yes, first pick. Well, he was the he was Mr. Texan. Yeah. Before JJ Watt. Yeah. And Patrick Willis being the other guy. And, I, and actually, I should have said three guys because now Andre Johnson and yeah. Reggie Wayne both. And then Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis was a great linebacker. I'm not going to disagree with that. Nope. Patrick Willis was awesome. And they will. all three of them will be in the Hall of Fame. They will. Not this year. Yeah. Next year, they probably sure. will be on our list. Yeah. Uh, but this year, I just yeah. – there's other guys who I think you can put in there. Because here's the thing. Baselli's been waiting a long time. Rondé's been waiting for Torrey a couple Holtz years. Listen, that, it, Torrey Holson waiting. Devin Hester's in his first year. Yeah. And the last guy – is in his first year too, and I'm telling. And, and he's, he's the most deserving, in my opinion, of everybody of on the everybody. list. There's guys on the list you can look and go. He's the first ballot Hall of Fame. Yeah, he. This guy this is guy one, is. and that is Demarcus Ware. He was a he was a linebacker, defensive end. I don't care what you want to call him. Out of Troy. Out of Troy, small school. He was the 11th overall pick in 05. He's a Super Bowl 50 champion, a nine-time Pro Bowler, 2000 All-Decade, four-time first-team All-Pro. 138 and a half sacks and Super Bowl that champ. That is not Super Bowl champ. That's the biggest thing. Super Bowl champ. The ring yeah. helps. And also, he probably could have been a co MVP that year. He really should have been. If he would have recovered that touchdown. Yes. Yep. If he would recovered that touchdown. Yep. 100%. When you look at D Ware and you look at the career he had, ninth all time in sacks, he was a force to be reckoned with. Yes. And I'm telling you right now, I've never seen a nastier spin move than the D Ware <laughs> no, spin move. Not at all. He okay. was he was insane. He is one of the very it was few such guys. Such a tight spin too. Yes, he is one of the very few guys that when you look back on his career, there is one. Th- it, listen, there are some things you can teach guys how to be good. You can yeah. teach them hand techniques. You can teach them this. One thing that I believe that is the hardest thing to teach a pass rusher, that if you can get it naturally, and there's one guy who's going to come up in the Hall of Fame a couple of years, that that he it was just natural, yeah. and that's the club. Yep. Bringing that hammer down and forcing that ball out. Yes. DeMarcus Ware is one of the best to do it. 100%. When he came across, you always seen that hand coming up coming and, hit, and he would yep. come up and he would pinch that 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 uh, yep. that elbow in. Caused so that, many fumbles. Caused so many fumbles. And the guy I'm talking about is Robert Mathis. If you yeah. go back and watch Robert oh, Mathis, he, he would Jeez. try to rip his oh, yeah, shoulder he did. off. And sometimes he might have. <laughs> he probably did. He probably did. 
Probably some of the high school quarterbacks. Yeah, some high school quarterbacks. College guys, yeah. just, oh no, my shoulder. <laughs> yeah. But Demarcus Ware is one of them guys, man. When you look, when you look at the when you look at the field, you kind of go, "Oh yeah, D Ware." Yeah, exactly. Like it's he's yeah. in that list, and he should be in the Hall of Fame. He should be a first ballot Hall of yes. Famer. You look at other defensive players who who are first ballot Hall of Famers, and yes, maybe they got better numbers one time, but sack wise, he's one of the best to ever do it. Wow. He's top ten in sacks. You look at some other guys who are lower on that list. It's like whoa. You kind of actually go look at that list sometimes because you got to go, yeah. whoa. He's a lot higher than yeah, I thought, thought he was going to be. Yeah. If you actually look at the guys between him, uh, between him and that and and like the tops, um, Demarcus Ware usually was averaging what, ten sacks a season, yeah. on average. If he would have had another ten sack season, he would have moved up to five. Or I, I, actually, let me rephrase it. If he would have had a twelve sack season, he would go from nine to five. Jeez. It's close. Yeah. And you're talking about Terrell Suggs, Jason Taylor, and Michael Strahan, and Chris Dolman. He'd yeah. have. If one more, if he would play one more, one more healthy season, and also, and I believe he could. Oh, he could have, and he's still in great shape. And I think he he's could in, still go out there and get a sack. Oh, there's a good, <laughs> listen, there's there's plenty of times on his social media he teases coming oh, back. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I could see it exactly uh, because he's in phenomenal shape. He yeah. always was in phenomenal shape. He was, uh, but when you look at Demarcus De- Ware and the guys he is above, just a, just a couple, just to name off real quick: Richard Dent, Hall of Fame; yeah. John Randall, Hall of Fame; Lawrence Taylor, Hall of Fame. Ricky Jackson, Hall of Fame. Derek Thomas, Hall of Fame. Dwight Freeney will be in the Hall of Fame. Robert Mathis will be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. I mean, 138 and a half sacks. <laughs> Five more sacks, he'd be he'd be six all time over Strahan. Yeah. He was. I mean, he put up fantastic he did. numbers. And when you look at and when you look at the Hall of Fame, you're talking about the best to ever do it. You're talking about the yep. guys who put the best numbers, the best stats, and made impacts on the field yeah. and off the field. And he only did it in eleven years. He was dominant. Yeah. He was so dominant. You gotta put Demarcus Ware. He's yes. a first ballot Hall of Famer by, by far. far. And I'm a little impartial to Ware and and, and I will hundred percent admit this. Yeah, same here. I'm a cowboy fan. I love him. He's a guy who got him into football. Yep. He's one of the he guys. He's a guy who helped yeah. me fall in love with football. Yeah. So I have a lot of love and respect for Demarcus Ware. Him, for me, him, Romo, Marion Barber were the big three Jason for me. Witten. Jason Witten as well. They were just Miles Austin. Miles Austin. Uh, you had Patrick Creighton as well. Yep. Uh, you had all these guys, uh, Terrence Newman as well, Roy Williams on yep. the defensive end. It was one of those things. These guys were the guys that we fell in love with in football. Um, Greg Ellis as well. Uh, it's just awesome to see these guys finally getting into yep. you know the Hall of Fame time frame for uh, for Demarcus Ware and obviously some of the others aren't, but they'll be close. They're, but they'll be close. Is, well, especially Romo. R- Romo and Witten are the other yeah. guys that they yeah. they won't be Hall of no, Famers, but, but they were great players. They, were they good, got us into football. Yeah, but Demarcus Ware to me, he was he was the guy for me who got me into football. Yes. So for me to see him on on this nomination, this awesome. he to me is a first ballot Hall of Famer through yep. and through. And I would have put my bid in, and that's our bid for the Pro Football yep. Fame class of 2022, yeah. as well as all the other 2022 NFL awards. awards. So, yeah. So, thanks for watching this video. Like the video if you like it. Comment down below on who you think should win an award or be in the Hall of Fame or whether we're stupid as all get out, whatever you if want you to go. you agree or disagree, yep. our comment section is open for open debate. Open for debate. Uh, so, uh, also... If you like the video and like the channel, please subscribe. We'd love to see that. If you do subscribe, hit the notification bell. Be notified when any new videos like this are posted down in the descriptions. We do have links. Links to the podcast platform, YouTube links. So if you're listening on podcasts, watching on YouTube, want to flip-flop, 
go for it. Um, also, we do have down below links to our Instagram account. Follow us there for latest updates on the channel and also a website. So follow us there as well. So yeah, so thank you for letting us prove we're the highest standard sports talk. We, we are, are Gold Sports. sports.